Let me start at an unusual place. The theme for last year's World Red Cross Day was everything we do comes from hashtag the heart. Mm. Quote, to honor the individuals in the communities, including the person next door, who are often the first ones to assist those in need around them. That's absolutely true. Honor those in our own communities. But maybe the Red Cross doesn't mean all communities. I mean, what about the community of Tallapalooza County in Alabama? Because that community was racked with 11 counts of capital murder thanks to an illegal immigrant. How about Edna, Texas, where a 16-year-old high school cheerleader was slain by an illegal immigrant? Or what about the several communities in New York where their kids can't go to school because they're housing illegal immigrants there? Or where the entrepreneurs are watching their small businesses die thanks to the influx of migrants taking over a city? Or how about this? The thousands of communities across the U.S. fighting a deadly and devastating fentanyl epidemic thanks to the Mexican cartels facing an open border like never before. Tonight, I will show you how the Red Cross and several other organizations that are supposed to help us are making the border much, much worse. Tonight, I expose the border invasion masterminds who are destroying the very communities that made this country so great. Hello, America. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Uh, the Supreme Court just last week ruled 5-4. Was it earlier this week? Time slips by. The feds, uh, they allowed the feds to dismantle border protections put in place by the state of Texas. Now, in case you haven't been keeping up with this story, this is what's been going on. It's almost like a spaghetti western, you know, Texas lawmen for three years been forced to sit back and watch the feds as they refuse to enforce immigration law. And then the, Texican, the Texans, which they always do, have had enough. And so they were like, you know what, we're going to take care of it. And they put their own troops on the ground and enforce the border with their own security. Now, in any sane world, the federal government would go, Oh, finally, the posse is here to help. Additional help, manpower, resources, you know, because securing the border costs a lot of money. Now, why wouldn't the government accept this gesture with open arms? Oh, thank you. Oh, we were holding out in the Alamo. Instead, why would the Fed sue Texas to regain the ability to allow record numbers of illegals to pour through the border? It's almost like they don't like America. So to where does this lead and how far will both Texas and the federal government go in this fight? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to be interested to see how this all works out. Hmm? Now, we do have a new statement just came out from the governor of Texas. We'll share with you. And I have in studio with me the Texas lieutenant governor in studio later in the show. And we're going to talk about Texas. And will they back down? Now, here's what I do know. There is something much, much bigger going on. There is this global push and focus within the globalist, globalist elitist agenda for enabling the mass migration of illegal migrants, not only here, but all over. And our administration, the Biden administration, is fully in line with it. Now, let me start tonight in showing you a couple of pictures that are happening here in America 
in Texas, right on our border, just a few miles down the road here. See these guys? Yeah, see all the family? See the, the mom and the daughter and the little kids? The, this is a group of illegals that, after they cross the southern border, they get these cute little green bracelets, which means they can ride the rides for free. The Border Patrol gave it to them. The government possesses, uh, processes the illegals, slaps these little bracelets on that you just can't get off, then drops them off at a nearby NGO where they all go poof into the ether. This photo is from a local Texas NGO. Now this photo. There. <laughs> they cut them off. Okay, this is what happens to all of those bracelets. So your tax dollars are being wasted even more than you thought. They're just thrown into the garbage and they're bust out all over the country. Not by Greg Abbott, but by our federal government. Now, can I ask you a question? Is this the way a serious country operates? Or is this a country run by, well, a bunch of people that come out of that little teeny car and they got red noses and they're like, we're here to run the country. This is not how a global superpower actually remains a superpower. But this is how the United States of America is currently being terraformed into something entirely different. This is currently happening by the thousands every day. Tonight, I'm going to show you what we are really fighting on our southern border. We all thought illegal immigration was bad back in 2016. Remember, Donald Trump, he probably wouldn't have been elected if it wasn't for that issue. I'm going to build a wall. We all thought it was crisis level in. We thought it was bad. Yeah, that was nothing, nothing compared to what's going on right now. We're all feeling, well, I don't know, that maybe this is organized, globally funded, and it's a transformation, a fundamental transformation of our country, right? Doesn't it feel like that? Border numbers last month hit another record. Bingo, 302,000 just in December. Ho, ho, ho. Look who's coming down your chimney. It's the largest number ever recorded. Numbers combined from the first uh, three months of this fiscal year are also a record. We're number one. Record-shattering numbers of illegals is no longer the question. The question now is how badly the next month will shatter the numbers from the last month, and then the month after that, and the month after that. Oh, man, we're going to be like, what's that swimmer's name that had all the medals? Yeah, that's us. Yeah, we won't have a country, but we'll have all kinds of records. Now, there are about 99 reasons you could impeach Joe Biden, but the border might be the biggest and the most obvious. And that's saying quite a lot, considering the dumpster fire of this presidency. Here's Biden just a few days ago on who's really to blame. Watch. He's asked for more money. Can't you hear? You know, all those speeches that he has given over the last couple of years where he's like, the border is secure. I don't know what you're talking about. Border is secure. No, no. The judges? No. The money is where it's at. He needs more money. Now, me thinks he doesn't know what he's talking about. And it's kind of embarrassing. 
but I can't chalk this one up to, I don't know, old timers disease, okay? It's embarrassing, sure, but he knows exactly what he's doing. Since when does he and his party actually think the border isn't secure? Because that's been their, their stance for a long time. This is their talking point. You know, 17 times, border administration, the Biden administration, the border is secure. It's secure, it's not a crisis. Border isn't open, what are you talking about? It's totally secure, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sorry, but throwing more money at the border isn't the problem. You know what would be a solution? And this is gonna come, I know, I'm an oldster, you know? Hey, Gramps, what would you do? Well, in my day, we would just enforce the law. (laughs) That's so quaint and cute, right? It's like watching a black and white TV show. The truth is now so painfully obvious that it's pretty much agreed upon by the bluest states in the country. Within Biden's first few days, he wiped out everything Trump did to secure the border. See this list behind me? Yeah, this is just a couple of things that he did. You know, some of his most dangerous hits. To say it bluntly, this is what caused the entire mess. Now, let me show you the reality of what we're facing. This is from a Mexican town at a uh, crossing in Arizona. Oh, wait a minute. Golly, gee, Wally, mom's going to be really upset when she finds out you played the wrong footage because that's from Iraq. No, no, it's not. It is a war zone, but it's not overseas. A local Fox News reporter said this is all because of the amount of migrants arriving in this town. The report goes on to describe how the cartel charges each illegal $2,000 before they cross. A cartel member told Fox, quote, no one wants to work on anything else right now. Everyone wants to work with the migrants because you can make a lot of money these days from not a lot of work. Right now, it is more profitable to smuggle migrants than to traffic bricks of cocaine. And with less risk if you get caught, because if you get caught, we just let you go. In December, Congress revealed that Mexican cartels made $13 billion from human uh, human, uh, smuggling. Uh, By by the way, that was just in 2021. That was before we began seeing uh, record-shattering numbers month after month. Now, again, call me old-fashioned. Why are we enriching the cartels? Why are we doing things to help them make more money, make billions of dollars? Could it be, now I'm just throwing an idea out here, but it could it be that despite the political maneuvering, illegal immigration is a big business and it helps you on that other super classic goal, collapsing the United States. Follow me through this, will you? The Mexican government issues transit visas to illegal that grants them 30 days to cross Mexico en route to the U.S. Now, I'm pretty sure, because I think they have TV and Internet down in Mexico, that they see the same stuff we see and they know about cartels and what the cartels are doing. I mean, how couldn't they? They have Internet, don't they? The head of their FBI, 
unlike our FBI, which is totally clean, just was caught taking millions in cash for bribes from the uh, Sinaloa cartel. That's my favorite cartel. Their friggin' defense secretary was recently arrested here in the U.S. for working with the cartels. And if you're curious how far up the ladder the corruption goes in the Mexican government, well, the Mexican government lobbied to get him released. And we released him. Hmm. How, do, how, do, how do we allow that? Could it be that our government is also making tons of money off of this as well, and they want the chaos to continue? I mean, who knows, but why do I get the feeling that all of this is going to come out at some point, but then it'll probably be too late? But man, I am sure glad there is not a history of agencies here in the United States working with the cartels. I mean, that never, ever happens. I mean, well... Okay, besides this, it almost never happens. Let's just forget about that. Take it off the screen. Because I'm sure we've learned a lot of valuable lessons since then. Totally. We are in the clear, America. Now, who's all in on the complete redesign and invasion of our country? It's a global operation with billions of dollars involved. It's pushed from places like Davos, the United Nations, a laundry list of local, global, and regional NGOs, moving toward one single goal. And I'm going to show you how they move people across South America. I'll show you the organizations involved throughout the entire process, probably organizations that you might have donated to. And that includes what happens to illegals after they cross our border and then poof. You know, it's like David Copperfield is on the border. I'm going to make these millions of people just disappear. I'll show all of it to you when we come back. Now, for the global elites, mass illegal migration is about two things. First, they want to flood developed countries with unsustainable levels of migrants to even out the top GOP earning countries in the world. You know, our standards have to go down and the exceptional have to become, I don't know, kind of mm, meh, not exceptional. Second, and as I, allude, as I alluded before the break, there is a crap load of money involved especially if you're a corrupt FBI head or defense secretary in Mexico. How many more similar government officials are there in other countries? Surely not here. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, the money trail goes all the way to the top of the global elite society. Did you know that January is World Economic Forum Month? I'm still celebrating at home. I light a candle every night. And then... They have some of the biggest drivers for mass migration all over the world hemorrhaging from that organization. Back in June and the lead up to their current annual forum, the WEF said it was, quote, time to rethink migration. Who hasn't been saying that? But it wasn't, hey, let's rethink it because it might be destroying countries. Instead, it was, how can we double down on this really exceptionally bad idea? The globalists decided they needed to reframe the narrative. I love that. And in doing so, they concentrated on economics and demographics. All a ruse just to enlist private businesses to partner with governments all over the world. Public-private partnership equals fascism. 
In another WEF article this month, they state that the IOM, that's the International Office of Migration from the UN, they said this cannot and should not do it alone. They cannot do it alone. Yeah. So we have the globalists at WEF pushing the mass movement populations all over the world, and they're enlisting private businesses to help them, and then they're working in parallel with the United Nations. Oh, boy. Come on, who else is involved? Tell me, tell me. Well, muckraker.com recently obtained actual maps that Doctors Without Borders supplies to their illegal migrants in South America. I may have misunderstood what kind of borders those doctors were talking about, but let's take a look at this map, because it shows rally and meetup points all the way down in Panama. Yeah, look at the different points going up through Costa Rica here in this great... It shows where illegals can find hotels and food the entire route. Now, doctor, who's paying for this stuff? Is Doctors Without Borders really? And if they are, who's giving them the money? I think they should spend it on bandages and eye things. Now, per their website, some of their corporate donors, you're never going to believe it, Google, Microsoft, Bill Gates, and Bloomberg. Now, are they knowingly funding this? I mean, we don't know. But is this what the WEF call to private business brought them? Now, going back to their detailed map, detailed routes are charted here. Where you go, okay, directly right in to Mexico, okay? Now, Mexico is not the final destination. I know, surprise. Their next map shows detailed routes all the way through Mexico, right here through the border, okay? Now, their next map shows, you know, the routes through America to Canada. No, there is no other map. It ends with America. Now, I'm curious, does Doctors Without Borders know that they're contributing to human trafficking? Do they know that the cartels are making $2,000 a head for each illegal migrant? Do these doctors without any borders know this? Can they even really call themselves doctors if they're leading to so much destruction, death, and rape? I don't know. Do they know that terrorists could be using these routes with all of this infrastructure to infiltrate our country? You know, I, I, I really, I don't think they care. Doctors Without Borders has a strange relationship, shall we say, with terrorist groups. A statement they released on humanitarian negotiations revealed they, quote, paid an Al-Qaeda-affiliated militia $10,000 per project registration fee to continue working in Somalia. Oh, so they'll fund terrorism. Are we really to believe that nifty little maps aren't enabling terrorists? Muckraker also obtained this map. This one's from the UN's International Organization of Migration. Each one of these cute little dots here represents consulates and commissions that migrants can navigate, you know, in between their way up to the United States. Now, from the IOM UN website, they believe that it is now time to harness the powers of migration. Now, I thought this was all about helping the oppressed people in the world. This kind of sounds like a different kind of motive, doesn't it? Check this out. It is clear 
that the sustainable development goals cannot be reached without safe, orderly, and regular migration. Regular migration, well, everybody's coming up here. Maybe we can go to a special camp, you know, ourselves. Do these, are they preparing a surprise for us? So this is really about Agenda 2030, which, remember, is a complete conspiracy theory, except it's on all the websites, uh, and uh, the Great Reset, which, again, is another conspiracy theory, except you can find it on the WEF website. Now, who funds this transformation of American life, culture, society, through the U.N.? Well, you're going to be happy to know you do. The United States of America, nobody gives more money to the U.N. than us. Here's a map from Muckraker that was distributed by the Red Cross. Oh, my gosh. I thought they only did nursing stuff. No, no. They'll help collapse our country, too. They want a piece of this. Now, it shows freight train routes where illegals can hop aboard and ride all the way doot, doot, to the U.S. Well, actually, not to the U.S. The train stops. Everybody off, because the cartels are there waiting for them to pay their $2,000 to cross. Isn't it great? And who are the biggest funders of the Red Cross? Yeah, you're going to love this. Ooh, American Airlines, Walmart, Walgreens, donors committing and or raising a million dollars or more. The Coca-Cola Company, Fox, Target, and on and on and on. But what happens after the illegals arrive at the border? Well, after they pay off the cartels and then they cross the border, the answer is both shocking and infuriating. Under Joe Biden, the Border Patrol processes, remember the little green things? They process all the illegals and then mostly release them to other NGOs. And at this point, poof, David Copperfield. I can't find them. The Heritage Foundation recently tracked cell phone activities of migrants crossing the border going to some of these private NGOs. These cell phones revealed here activity at all major immigration NGOs in border states from all across the southern border. The migrants are then placed on buses and then spread all over the country. Let me show you this map. It's exciting. It shows the routes that the illegals are taking, including their destinations. Now, this sure don't look like an invasion to me. The Valverde Border Humanitarian Coalition is one of the main NGOs. They're moving illegals into the country. Everybody says, oh, Greg Abbott in Texas got to stop sending people. They're not the ones. These NGOs are. This is a normal day at this NGO in Texas. Crowds of illegals waiting on their buses just to be shipped somewhere in the United States. Here's another day. And we could do this all day long. It's never ending. Border numbers are shattering records every month. Where are they going Poof, don't worry about them. Where are they from? Well, you know, besides South America, these buses host illegals from Africa, uh, China, Russia, and on and on and on. I saw that guy from, uh, well, he was from the Middle East. He's like, you don't know my name. You'll certainly veil my name soon. Oh, that sounded great. Really, it does. Before Texas began directing these buses to blue states and cities, it wasn't clear where they were going. The political maneuver appears to be working. Democrats in their strongholds, in their sanctuary cities are like, ow, make it stop. Yeah, that's what we've been feeling on the border for a long time now. Where will all these illegals ultimately end up? Your mood's not going to improve. 
I recently did a documentary for Blaze TV on the land development that houses thousands of illegals just a few minutes outside of Houston at Colony Ridge. Yeah, it's like a third world uh, country and it's all legal and it's happening all over the United States. Dan Patrick, the lieutenant governor of Texas, joins me in studio next with an update. We have with us the Texas Lieutenant Governor, uh, Dan Patrick, which the Lieutenant Governor is also the head of our Senate. Uh, and you have been, you, let me ask you this. Yes. By the okay. way, thank you. Most people don't know this, but Dan Patrick gave Pat Gray his first talk radio job. And so you are responsible for that mess that we call Pat Unleashed. Yeah, you know, great guy. And I met you through him. Yeah, yeah. Because you hired him away from me. <laughs> you remember that? Don't hold that against no, me. No, 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 okay. it's, it's fine. So, it's fine. Um, Dan, <laughs> true. I, I have to tell you, I mean, you're wearing the, you know, the Alamo boots. Yes. I know you're big yeah. with the Alamo and everything yes. else. You're a lifelong Texas, a Texan. I'm a guy who got here as soon as I could. Well, I did too. Okay. But I've been here over 40 years, so. Really? I came from Baltimore. Okay, so I am wondering, is our governor actually a Texan? Because he's acting like, I don't know, another good governor in maybe Oklahoma or something. But I expect more from Texas. Honestly, Ron DeSantis, I see Ron and I'm like, Ron, you're making us look bad. What are you doing? Florida's Florida. We're Texas. Yes. We just stepped up. But why haven't we been doing much, much more? So we have been doing a lot. I think now it's more visible because we've taken it to the next level of taking on the Biden administration. So when I first came into the Senate, Glenn, in 2007, there were zero dollars in the budget at that time for border security. It just wasn't an issue back in 05 and 06. So I was able to get 100 million in over two years. We do a two-year budget, 50 million a year. That got up to 200 million by the time I became lieutenant governor. Uh, in 2015, when Abbott and I came in, we run separately, we came in together. I immediately asked the Department of Public Safety, what do we need? And the number was 800 million. So in 15, we bumped it from 200 to 800 million. What is it today? Four billion. So when you say- How can a state afford four billion dollars? And those are tax dollars from hardworking Texans that we shouldn't have to pay because Biden is not doing his job. And the last year of Trump, he had it under control. It took him a while to get, find yeah, the yeah. money and then finally go down and press the Mexican president and say, if you don't help us, we're going to put a tariff on all of your, your, your products goods. and yeah. your goods. And so we really had it under control. Then Biden came in and blew it all up. So we have been building up, whether it's Texas Ranger Company, more troopers on the ground. That's what we needed the money for to pay. Our state troopers, we increased their work day from eight to 10 hours to get more boots Jeez. on the ground. We put thousands of National Guard down there on the border. We now the wire, the buoys, we're doing it all. And, and so it's just gotten worse and worse every year by the Biden administration. Uh, I said the other day in an interview, uh, Biden, Mayorkas, Harris, and Jean-Pierre, who ignore all of this, yeah. they're like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. And the last horseman, death rode with them, and every person that dies from fentanyl, every person that drowns on the river, every person that's killed by an MS-13, whatever it is, it's every, all on Every girl and, and every girl woman that's raped, that's, is raped. Right. And every child one is in sex, sex slavery. Right. 
It's, it's all on them. It's evil. It's evil. It's evil. Okay, so the, the governor just came out with this statement. Yes. Um, federal government has broken its compact between the United States and the states. Executive branch of the United States has constitutional duty to enforce, blah, 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 blah. Let me just give you the last paragraph because yes. I think this is what it says. The failure of the Biden administration is to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4, which has triggered uh, Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to this state yes. the right of self-defense. For these reasons, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, to invoke Texas constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. The authority is supreme law of the land, meaning America, yes. and supersedes any federal stat statutes to the contrary. The Texas National Guard, the Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority as well as state law to secure the Texas border. Yes. So we're finally... And is this because at the beginning there was this argument? It's not an invasion. Yeah. Ten million people is clearly an invasion. It may not be an. And that's army. the one we apprehend. Yes. For every yes. one we apprehend, there may be another two or three, depending on law enforcement. You know, our border with Mexico is the distance between Atlanta and Portland, Maine. Jeez. Now it's not a straight line. Yeah. But it's twelve hundred fifty miles, a lot to cover. But I've been calling this an invasion for 10 years. But now the governor actually yes. declaring it an invasion. invasion. That means that, if yes. I remember right, the founders put in this clause yes. that this belongs, yes. this job belongs yes. to the federal government. But if the federal government fails to do its duty, yes. a state can declare an invasion. Yes, and I believe our founders, Glenn, when they wrote that, never envisioned there yes. would be a president that would open up the border and let everyone in. It was written an invasion in their minds, I believe, the founders, and I'm not an attorney. Our governor was a former attorney general, Supreme Court justice. He's the attorney. Uh, but I believe our founders were thinking of an army, of yes. Santa Ana coming back, or somebody right. invading us. Mm -hmm. Well, we are being invaded by the drug cartels because they are an armed force. They yes. are in charge of those coming across but the border. Even, I don't know if you know this. Yes. You know what the invasion plans were of the Chinese for Russia? I do not. Okay. Their invasion plan was to take uh, a million Chinese, have them cross the border, and surrender. Yes. Next day, a million more surrender. By 10 days, they have 10 million people right. in there. They've invaded and conquered. Yes. Russia, Russia collapses. That was their invasion plan. Looks familiar. Looks very familiar. Yeah. Looks familiar. Very familiar. And, and, and Glenn, if you... If you look at this, the 10 million people, again, that's just the ones apprehended. If you put them all at one place, it would be the seventh largest state in the country. You've got California, Texas, Florida, New York, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and the state of illegal immigrants. Oh, my gosh. And so that's exactly what's happening. It's, it's overrunning our schools, overrunning our emergency rooms. And this is the long plan by the leftist Marxists who want to take over this country. And once upon a time, I would talk about this. Oh, Patrick is way out there. Yeah, I know. He's out there talking about this. They're bringing been in, in that disease. Boat with you. Yeah, we've been in that boat together. But this is their long game plan because they look out 20, 25 years from now when these 10 million have children, they become 18, they're able to vote. These people become voters, et cetera, et cetera. That's how they take over the country. And remember, the main target is Texas because if the Democrats take Texas, game over. So, so that brings me to what That's why we're in the fight. That brings me to what I want to uh, talk about, yes. about Colony Ridge. Because yes, yes. Texas, people, I mean, I think people in Texas understand this yes. 
less than the rest of the country. When I go outside into any other state, yeah. people are like, what are, you, what are you guys going to do in Texas? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I talk right. to people in Texas like, we're Texas. Nothing will happen. Right. Right. It's close. You get, yes. you start having some of these people vote. You change it from red to blue. And a Republican yeah. never wins an election again. Never wins an election again. The only, and look, we need to shut it down. And I believe Trump wins the election in November. It'll be shut down in a week. I mean, oh, yeah. close the door, over, oh, yeah. done. Uh, in fact, I'd like to hire every, I, I proposed a long time ago building the wall. They said, we well, can't do it. Well, now we're doing it. I would like to hire, it would cost us about a billion and a half. Now our budget's 360 billion, so we can afford a billion and a half. That's a two-year budget. I'd like to hire every Border Patrol agent to be in a Texas guard, new force on the border, pay them a $10,000 signing bonus, $20,000, bring them over. They'd all love to, They'd love to work for us. And then Biden wouldn't have anybody on the border. We say, okay, we'll handle it for you. I believe that you're going to see this is going to be the issue in this election. There are a lot of other issues out there. But this is the issue. And the reason people around the rest of the country are seeing this because of the buses we run. Um, they're now, they're feeling it. They see it. Texans have become a little bit used to it. Mm. And a lot of these people are moving th through. It's, it's, like, it's like the cities of McAllen and Harlingen on the border. They're some of the safest areas. We have so many law enforcement. I mean, you can almost walk from DPS car to DPS hood to be, I mean, we have so much police. So they're coming through and they're actually coming through Texas. Now, a lot of them are staying but they're going to other states. And so for the first time, because it is 10 million, these other states are feeling it. I think that's the one thing I can give credit to the governor on is I think that was the sharpest political move ever yeah. to bust them right into these sanctuary cities. It yeah. changed the conversation Absolutely. entirely. So I want to take a break, but yes. answer this first before we go. It, constitutional crisis after constitutional crisis. This government has us constantly in a constitutional crisis. Yes. Is Texas willing to go to the mat with the federal government on this? Yeah, on the border, absolutely. In fact, I co-wrote with the governor, um, Senate Bill 4, which we passed at the end of last year in the umpteenth special session that we had. And it says that our law enforcement can now act as, in essence, border patrol. We can arrest we can detain, we can put in jail people who come here illegally. And the bill says that if we see you cross or if we happen to find out you cross, because maybe as a traffic stop, well, mm -hmm. where are you from? Well, I just came across the border, whatever mm -hmm. is said, that we run a background check, fingerprints, and uh, do a photo. And then we take them to a magistrate and we say, uh, you can either go to jail or you can go home. And if you go home and you come back, you're going to jail for a long time. Now, that would be great. SCOTUS doesn't have anything to say about that? So. Well, we just passed in December. They're already suing us, and that will be up next. And I'm so disappointed this week because Arizona tried it in 2012. The bill is not as good as ours, yeah. and the court wasn't as conservative. So I think we have a real chance to win this. But what I saw from Amy Coney Barrett— Do you I, have any idea? I have no idea because they didn't give a reason. Uh, how could she be separated from Alito and— and uh, Gorsuch and, and Thomas and and, uh, and and John Roberts, I get. I mean, he is. Yeah, he's, I, he's, he's, I mean, we, we don't have any confidence in him. No. Um, now this was a temporary review of it. It will. It will. And it didn't stop Texas from doing anything. Right. It said the federal government can go yes. and do yeah. this. So we but, still have our wire there. Yeah. If they cut their wire, guess what? You put new wire down. We patch it up. Okay. 
Uh, back in just a second, so I want to talk to you yeah. about Colony yes. Ridge, which is something that we did a documentary on. Terrific documentary. Thank you. And uh, this is a bigger problem than I think what I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be all about drug cartels. Me too. Yeah. It's different, but really dangerous and shows the country what we're headed towards yes. if we don't wake up. Back in just a second. I've heard this a lot today. Everybody's on the take. Everybody, like the cops? You think Every, Texas no, DPS? Not the cops. No, 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 not the cops. Politicians all on the take. That's not true. There's no, what can they do for me? Like, what? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Okay, uh, yeah, so sure. But... Do I donate money to politicians? Yes, just like Donald Trump, right? He, you're a developer, you deal with politicians. I want to see the good ones stay in the office and I want to see the bad ones go away. His brother gave one, that's the developer of Colony Ridge. Yes, yes. Um, you know who he is. Yeah. Uh, and um, his brother just decided to give the governor $1.3 million for his reelection campaign. Okay, you can do that. We, we called the governor over and over again. We emailed the governor over and over again. I think we sent smoke signals. I even mailed a letter, which I didn't even know you could still do that. Um, he would never respond to us. When I asked him, why did you give $1.3 million? He said, well, you know, we just like him. And I said, I like the governor too, but I didn't give him $1.3 million. What, what? What's happening here? By the way, uh, they've never given me a dollar. I've never asked for a dollar. I didn't know who these guys were until I, about three months before you went yeah. to Colony Ridge. I did the same thing. I, I got a helicopter. I met with law enforcement, talked to the superintendent because I was, I'd heard about it, mm -hmm. but I hadn't seen it. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, you know, I, I can't explain why anyone gives any money to anyone. Yeah. But I think that was over a period of three or four years. I don't know, but it's still a lot of money. So here, here's the reason why I ask. Yes. Everyone we talked about, uh, talked to, everybody said, I've called. I've called everybody I know. Right. Nobody will help me with this. And it's not that this is... And, and who's that? Nobody... These are the people in the, the people county. The, county. Okay? Right. And so they're... they're Right. Their next step is, well, they all must be on the take. And I don't necessarily believe that, but I don't dismiss it either. There's a lot of money to be made here. Um, and this a developer, a lot. What this developer has done is brought the third world into uh, Texas. And this is going to be repeated in every single state. You know, when I watch your documentary, your reaction when you went to the first development, the older development, yeah. was the same as mine. This is not rural Texas. This is rural Mexico. Yeah. It does not. I mean, I've been all, I did 133 city bus tour when I campaigned in 22. I've been all over rural Texas. It doesn't look like no. that part of Colony Ridge. And I, I these characters, these, these, this, the, Brother. you know, the brothers, um, I think, Glenn, they had this idea that they stumbled upon and it has blown up. Yeah. But I'm, and I know they're being investigated now by the federal government. Um, and when I, and I still have not met them, but I talked to him on the phone. I don't think I met the other guy, uh, his brother. But when I asked him instantly, it said to me, are you re 
owing all these all this property, and he also sells them the mobile homes too. So he mm -hmm. may be. You know, oh no no no! I'm not. You know, it's it's just small small. Thirty percent. Thirty percent, and ninety two percent of all repo cases in the county, Liberty County, yeah. are from Colony Ridge. And he takes that land back he and takes resells it at a higher. And so the federal government's investigating him, not for their concern about our drugs coming out or criminals. They're investigating because we're people taken advantage of, which is fair, but they, and, and I figured it out, Glenn, real quick. They, you know, they self-finance. So when you self-finance, you don't have to go oh, through yeah. all the bank paperwork. You don't right. have to ask where you're from. And, and also... You know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, Governor Hogg back in the 1890s tried to pass a bill to prevent foreigners from buying land in Texas. And, uh, and a number of states now have the Alien Land Act by Governor Hogg. And the federal government really allows anyone to buy land anywhere. Okay, this, this, is, this, anywhere. A, this is a real problem. It's a real problem. Real problem. I just talked to a group up in Maine. Yes. They've got Chinese nationals that are sending their money back to China, yes. okay? They're running, well, they're illegal because they never got the permits for them, but they're growing drugs using all kinds of energies, energy and fiddling with the, with the meters. Right. Um, and nobody seems to care. We have China yes. buying up farmland. Yes. We have China buying up land here in Texas. Near, near, near uh, military bases. Yes. When does this stop? Yeah. Uh, the federal government uh, and I believe Trump will stop it. I believe the Republican Congress will stop it. We tried to get a bill through this session, Senate Bill 147 by Senator Colcourse, that really addressed four countries. We don't want Russia. We don't want China. We don't want Iran. And we don't want North Korea, North Korea. buying land in Texas. And we were attacked for, well, you're against this group, this group. You know, this is insane. And, and so America, and we're one of the, most countries don't let foreigners buy land. Right, I know. And so... Again, we have to protect this, this country. And look, Republicans had time to do it when they were in charge. Democrats have had time to do it. You know, look, the truth is George Bush, W, he had a Republican Congress and yeah. nothing happened on the border. Obama had a Democrat Congress first, nothing happened. Trump came in, he was ready to go, and the Republican Congress wasn't. So I, this is a pox on both houses, and we are losing our country to people who are coming in here. Uh, they don't, they're not assimilating. Um, and, 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 and Glenn, here's the other dangerous part. They're going to schools now that hate America. I know. Because they're, oh, so, I know. so they're not even being taught what a great country America is. I know. So let me go back to Colony yeah, Ridge. Yeah, you, the Senate held a hearing, yes, but really nothing came of it. How come? Yeah, the House, well, the House and Senate did because when I went out there, um, I came back and I said, look, we, we need to look into this and, and see what we can learn. Well, in the meantime, the federal government has filed this uh, suit from the Department of Justice. But because the federal law allows anyone to buy land. But can't Texas take on predatory lending? Oh, well, that we are. Okay. But, but we're now finding the purpose of that hearing was to have people testify. Fact find, okay. And fact find. So now we're finding facts and we're learning more because this has all been pretty quickly. Pretty oh, yeah. quick. And the one thing I did do, Glenn, is when I was out there with law enforcement, as you were, they needed help. And uh, we're very concerned about cartels. Um, they, you know, we don't want that to become a crime center, you mm -hmm. know, 30 miles northwest of Houston. So in uh, December, I put 40 in our last special session. Uh, I put $40 million in the budget for more DPS border and there. Yeah. We want to have a presence there because right now that, poor, that I, poor sheriff 
and his couple I of know. deputies are being overwhelmed. But I will tell you, I saw DPS everywhere. everywhere. Yes. I saw DPS. Yeah. That wasn't because you were there. It was no, I know. You didn't know I was going on that you were going. Um, But uh, that was refreshing to see. Yes. And, you know, the developer told me, I can't remember, in a roundabout way, if not exactly, you know, the cartels, they might be here, but they're not going to do crime here because this is where they live. Yeah, they're going to do the crime in Houston. Yeah, well, and, okay, it, but, yeah. <laughs> and, and the whole concept, Glenn, of you have this community that started out in 2013, 10 years ago, the first person. Now they have about 40,000. They're projecting to go to 100,000 people. We don't want any, I don't want someone building a development for only white people or yeah. only black people or only Asians. But this is a community that's totally now separate. There are a few Anglos, yeah. but it's almost all. I think, in fact, if you don't speak Spanish, you don't you, you can't even go to the stores. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, so this is this is um, this has to stop. Yeah. And we're going to look at that predatory lending. But um, it's a real problem that has come up by an entrepreneur who is, uh, I think, stretching, uh, stretching yeah. the rules a lot. Please uh, do me a favor yes. and um, reinforce the spines of all of those. Texas, the GOP is another story. Um, yeah. But uh, we, Texas needs to stand. We lose Texas, we're, oh, we're done. done. So we're, we, are, we are done, and, and Glenn, I, look, I'd like to have a few more conservatives yeah. uh, over in the Texas House yeah. and some leadership in the yeah. Texas House. But the Senate's strong, and we will hold the line. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. Uh, we will see you tomorrow on radio from Dallas. Good night.